Hello ladies and gents, this is the next instalment of the Fulham Focus Q&A series. My name is Daniel Smith, aka Danny Boy, and I'm delighted to say joining me today to talk about his time at Fulham is the one and only Darren Freeman. Darren, I've been looking forward to this one for a long time mate, how are you doing? Yeah, all good Danny, thanks, and uh, thanks for inviting me uh, to do this. Uh, not, not a problem mate, uh, honestly, I'm so, I'm so thrilled to have you on it. Um, thanks. Right, should we just get straight into it, shall we? Yeah, let's go for it. Right, nice easy one to start with. How did you get the first opportunity in football and did you start off as a winger? Um, I started uh, when I was playing uh, playing very young. I uh, loved football growing up and obviously then I went into the non-league uh, section. Uh, played all youth football um, and then, like I say, went into non-league. And um, I was a centre forward and a midfielder, and uh, then I went out on the wing, uh, probably when I was about 17 years old, uh, which I probably preferred, to be honest with you. Who made the decision to put you on the wing? Um, just, I think it was my dad, really. My dad uh, saw the potential in me, and, and he said, I think you could be a winger. Um, obviously, I was quite quick. Um so yeah, so he, 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 uh, I've got my dad to thank for shoving me out, out wide. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he made made the right call, didn't he? Because I thought, I, to be honest, with you, I, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, well, honestly, I, I thought you was a fantastic winger. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll touch on that um, later on. I'm going to try and stick to the order of the questions because otherwise I'm going to get lost, and that 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 won't look good. So, um, well, ne- no next worries. next one, any well, any role models in the game, like. Well, when I was growing up, obviously, you know, I, I was a Spurs fan, so um, I loved uh, uh, Glenn Oddle. Um, obviously, uh, when I got a bit older, David Ginola, etc., I, look, I looked upon them. And obviously, when I was very, very young, I used to go and watch the Albion, you know, and Kevin Bremner and, uh, and people like that, and uh, Jerry Armstrong. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I obviously, I had a few, and, but my main one was uh, uh, Glenn Oddle. And he, he played in the wing, didn't he? I think he sort of like drifted in and out, was sort of in the midfield, etc. So uh, yeah, he was a he was a class act. He was so uh, I'd, I'd I'd have loved to have had the potential. For it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, because of my age, I know more about you. So <laughs> you did you did something right, <laughs> right? How did the move to Fulham come about then, and and what attracted you to the club? I think it was um, obviously the move come about was I think Mickey and, and he come and watched me a few times when I was at Gillingham um, and uh, I think that they got in contact with me. I become a free agent. Um, I could talk to other clubs and, and, and they got in contact with me and told me obviously not to sign a, a, another contract for, for Gillingham. I got offered another contract there and I met up with Mickey with my dad and, and, and obviously Mickey sold me sold me the club and. Um, you know, uh, from from that day on when I first met him, I knew that I was going to definitely sign for Fulham, and never looked back. Really, it was you know, it was the right decision at the time, and and uh, you know, it, it proved to be uh, successful that year. And yeah, like I say, it's probably one of my most enjoyable um, seasons of football in my career. Yeah, I, I, I've I've spoke to a few people from your team, and they all say the same thing about that season. Like you, you were such a, a close group, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, obviously we were, and we've got the reunion Saturday, which I'm really looking forward to, um, seeing some old faces I haven't seen for a long time, and 
going back to, to Fulham myself. Um, obviously, I've been back a few times, but obviously Saturday we'll be, uh, you know, get back introduced to the fans and that. So I'm really looking forward to that. But that year, it definitely was something special. Yeah, no, it definitely was. Um, I, I was only about eight, nine at the time. So your team, like, is so close to my heart because although I'd been going since I was two, I can't really remember Fulham. I mean, Fulham were crap before your your team, so <laughs> it's easy to forget as well. So, so your team is like is the first clear memory I've got. So, yeah, I've I've I, I would actually say, apart from family, your team influenced me to to love Fulham the way I do. So, honestly, oh, it's, it's an honour to speak to you. It really is. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's just good, to, obviously, good to uh, still be involved in the game. Yeah, yeah, I bet it is. Yeah. I've got a few questions for that actually, like about being a manager and that. But that's like, like I said, that's that's like further down the list. Um, like like st- sticking with moving to Fulham, like you, you said, it was Mickey Adams. Was there was there any other clubs that that, that tried to get you at the time? Uh, yeah, I had, I had several clubs, um, but um, like I say, is the first one I spoke to was Mickey, um, and for me, um, I, d- I didn't even uh, I didn't even speak to any of the other clubs. Um, and uh, so for me, it was, you know, I put the blinkers on and, 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 and I just said that, um, no, I'm, I'm making my mind up. That's where I want to go. It, it, I felt that we clicked. Um, you know, he, he, he showed faith in me and he, he, he told me he really wanted me. And like I say, he sold me the club and we went round and we, we looked at the training ground, etc. And I met um, the Muddymans uh, that, that, that day as well. And we went and got the deal deal sort of done so for me it, it, you know it was no, no no turning back and and it was you know 100% fully focused on going to Fulham yeah that's nice that's good I'm pleased you did no yeah. I am as well <laughs> yeah what, what was what was Mickey like as a manager then like and what obviously I've got you written down here what was your relationship like with him obviously you you, you got on quite well with him from what you've said yeah, I mean, I think Mickey was a very good man manager. He got the best out of his players. Um, although he slaughtered me in his book, uh, which I'll be seeing him about that. I've got nothing but uh, good things to say about Mickey. So for me, uh, um, you know, he was a good man manager. He, he got the best out of out of you as a as a, as a person and as a player. And uh, obviously, um, that shows in in how he done when he when he obviously you know he, he probably didn't have the biggest budget in that league and. Yeah, you know, he, he got he got loads from from the players, and we like he got grouped together, and he, we believed in him, and he believed in us, and and when you get that concoction, it obviously uh, you, you're onto something good, and obviously that that uh, transpired out into when we played on the pitch. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, sorry, I, I, I can't ignore that first comment. Like, he slaughtered you in the But when you see him, when you see him on Saturday, yeah, when you see him on Saturday, give me a call, right, and put put your phone in your pocket. I just want to hear that conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be ragging him. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, is it is he the? Is he the main reason that you then went on enjoying Brighton and Brentford? Because it seemed like after the team ended up following him to to Brighton. Yeah, I mean, Mickey obviously knew what he'd get out of me, and he knew that I was an honest player, and I'd always uh, give hundred and ten percent. I probably weren't, you know, the, the the greatest technically player, but when it, you know, when I when I put a shirt on, I, you know, I'd run through brick walls for him. So 
I think that um, he knew that, and 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 that's why he uh, he tried to take me to Brentford, and and then obviously when he went to Brighton as well, he took me to uh, Brighton as well. So uh, um, obviously again um, there was no questions. I did have other clubs interested in me, but I wanted to uh, to get back with Mickey and 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 go to them clubs. I mean, obviously playing for my own club, um, own town club. Uh, was massive as well, so uh, um, that was a no-brainer as well. But obviously, Mickey being the manager was was obviously the main reason. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you, so you obviously had like sentimental reasons. Like other than Mickey, it was like your your home club. But like, but but half the team joined him, so it must have been something about him. What what was it? Purely down to him that they went, or was it just the fact that Brighton isn't that far? Well, I just think that as you know, you know. You know what you're going to get from the manager, and that manager knows what he's going to get from you. I mean, obviously, when you manage, you, you know it's like a jigsaw puzzle. You need to fit it in, you know, get the right pieces to for it all to fit properly. And, and I think that he knew what he'd get from me and Danny Cullet and Richard Carpenter and Watto, etc. And, and and we'd have a proven track record, and, and we we knew what we'd get from him. I mean, obviously, you know, if a manager gets the best out of you and you're you want to play for that manager and you're going to go out and, and try really hard. So um, when obviously he's come in, so I can only speak for myself, but when he come in, you know, in for me and, and wanted me to sort of rejoin him, um, you know, like I say, it's, I've got nothing good things to say about him. So for me, it was it was a no-brainer. No, that's wicked, man. Right. We're moving on. What, what was your favourite match for Fulham? Really, it's probably um, Cambridge was really good. Uh, the atmosphere was incredible. Um, what one was that? Cambridge away is probably one of the last games of the season when we just missed out on winning it, but obviously yeah, we got yeah. promoted. Um, the atmosphere was fantastic, but I don't know. It's probably um, I just enjoyed so many if the games were played for them. But I, I think Cambridge, obviously, you know, that, that stuck out. Or maybe when I scored my first goal, I think it was at Exeter. See, I think I think the Cambridge one for fans, I think, like you said, it was atmosphere, so unless you were there, it probably doesn't stick out. I think the Carlisle game sticks out for most fans, doesn't it? Like, with the Macquarie goal. Yeah, I mean, I missed that one. Um, I had a bad back then, um, so I actually missed that one. But um, for me, like I say, in a weird way, Cambridge was incredible. Um, I've just got you know good feelings travelling up there with with my family, and then obviously playing the game and scoring the winning goal. And the fans were it was it was an incredible sort of day. And um, but also um, Exeter was 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 really good for me as well. I think I've got good sort of memories of the Exeter, good and bad. I had the two centre halves wanting to uh, to rip me head off. Uh, <laughs> but thought, and and your hair. Yeah, yeah, it was that as well. But obviously scoring scoring the goal as well uh, was was really good as well. Yeah. So is that is that your favourite goal? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I've got so many sort of favourite goals. Really, I mean, obviously, I like the one where I was sort of sitting on the on the floor, and I think I spun around, and I don't know how I scored it, but I sort of chipped it into the far post. So that was quite a weird sort of goal. So. Uh, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably say that that was my favourite goal. 
Well, what's what's the um on on your Twitter page like your your header the picture? What is that? What moment is that? Is that playing for Fulham? Yeah, playing for Fulham. I think it's um, Jodie Credit when uh, he was at Cambridge. So that was against Cambridge. Right. Okay. I knew. I, yeah, I had a feeling it was for Fulham, but uh, I wasn't sure if it was like a famous moment or something. What was your relationship like with the fans? Because on Twitter, you're, you're always you follow like quite a lot of Fulham fans and Fulham related stuff. So, what, what was, no, it, what was no. your relationship with the fans? Well, I'd like to think it was you know brilliant. I think the fans, uh, I got on really well. The fans, the fans were incredible. Um, to be honest with you, probably the best fans I've ever ever played a team for. Um, the passion, the desire, um, you know, they wanted it as much as you wanted it. So, uh, I, I think the fans were, especially that season, I, thought, I think they were, they were, they were amazing. So, you know, um, I've got, you know, very fond memories of the fans and, uh, and they made me feel very, very, very welcome and, um, I'll never forget that. Like, how does that compare with, um, cause, cause a lot of the clubs you play for, it's a bit unfair cause they're like, in the like the, the, the non league sort of sort of areas, but but like the likes of Gillingham and Brighton and Brentford, like how did Fulham compare with them? Like, were it more of a family club? Yeah, definitely. I think the the, the, the um, I think that that year was a special year for us. Um, you know, we went on the league with um, with with Gillingham and with with Brentford and with Brighton, but um, as well as. Well, we got promoted, so for me, but, but I think that, that 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 year was just it was a special year, and I can't really explain. It was just you know we just had so many good characters in the club, and and, and the fans, it just everything really. The whole the whole fear of um, fear of the club, and you know people have told me that the year before it was horrendous being a Fulham fan, and um, Fulham were you know the sort of like Particular promotion was probably more so special than the one with Keegan because with Keegan it felt like you know there, there was a lot of, uh, of money involved and and there was a lot of ambition from from Al Fayed but but with your team it was like I don't know it just to turn it around from being in a position where we thought we was going to lose the club I mean I, I'm, I'm only talking from what I hear from other fans and my family because I'm too young to to know but the club almost going out of business and then you know being in the bottom tier looking like they was possibly going to go out of the football league and then out of nowhere to to get promoted like, like you really were heroes that's what heroes are made of and I think like the the joy you brought to the to the fans, honestly, even though it's like, what is it? It's twenty years now, isn't it? That's that's what it is. Anniversary. Yeah. Twenty it, years. Uh, yeah. It feels, I, I think for fans that remember it, even myself, like it, 
it feels like it was yesterday. It, it really will stay with us forever. No, I, I, I think that you know it's. You know, he, he just got Nicky just got a great bunch of lads, and we was you know at the end of the day, we, I was humble, like you know, it was, like I said, there's a lot better players out there than me, etc. And I was just glad that I got the opportunity to to go and play and and, and be a part of something special. So obviously, um, you know, the feelings mutual as well. So. See, I'm going to disagree with you there. You're putting yourself down, saying that they're all better players than you. By a, no, uh, honestly, uh, by a country mile, a country mile, right? And this is this is the eight-year-old in me talking. So you know, it's the, <laughs> it's the truth. No one knows better than an eight-year-old. You and Robbie Herrera, for me, were by far the best players in the team, or at least the two that stand out, stood out for me above everyone else. No. So, I appreciate it. I appreciate that. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you, you haven't let me finish that sentence yet. It's either your ability or your air. I don't yeah, know what probably, it is. It, it's, prob- it's probably the air, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to... Um, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. definitely take it, mate. Take it. Because um, it ain't growing back, let's face it. I've seen pictures no, of you now. Done. Yeah, it's done. I got rid of it. It's getting in the way. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, um, I spoke to, to Robbie uh, a few weeks ago and uh, I asked him whose hair was better. And he said, well, mine was natural, but he reckons you permed yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, that's what you think. I wouldn't want to ruin it for him. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your way of admitting it? <laughs> I, I didn't, no, mine definitely weren't. But I, didn't, I didn't have to put soap blow on my hair, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell him on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, going going back to the football, do you resent the fact like that you didn't get a, wi- a winners' medal for that promotion? Because obviously we finished second, but we had a better goal difference. So any other year, and it would have worked out. Well, I think um, obviously we, you know, for me, we won anyway. I mean, you know, we got promoted, and it was such an unbelievable experience for me. So I class us. You know, in my eyes, that we we won anyway. So, um, great season, playing with a great bunch of lads for a great club. I mean, you know, for me, that that equals winners. So, uh, um, you know, I've, I've got my I've got my, my trophy uh, at home, um, my medal. So, uh, for me, that means the world to me. So, yeah, um, for me, it was like I say, it equals winners for me. <laughs> Mate, you yeah, yeah. You got a better attitude than most players. Most players got the right on for that. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it is it true that um, like Jimmy Hill had an influence over that decision in I the think league? It was yeah. Uh, it that, was that, that is like the ultimate Fulhamish thing I've ever heard in my life. That the Fulham yeah. chairman made that decision and we lost the league because of it. Did it? Did he like ever explain the decision or apologise for it afterwards? Or was it not not that important because we got promoted anyway? Yeah, and I think obviously we knew that before anyway. So I mean, um, I think for me, I'll say is the main main thing. Obviously, if you fast forward it about a, a year from what, where Fulham were, and fast forward it a year, I think that they'd take that all day long. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, you know, I think that um, it's just one of them things, and and, and it happens, and. And, uh, you know, we, well, certainly for me, I was just happy with, uh, obviously going up and, um, and, and 
being where we were. So uh, I look upon it as that and, and look upon more of it as that for me. Fair enough. Fair enough, mate. Right. In your two seasons with us, obviously, like you had Mickey for one and a bit years, and then our fire brought in uh, Keegan and uh, Wilkins. Um, yeah. And that, that day, obviously, started bringing in their own players and stuff, and the club started to change. What was there a divide between the old and the new? Um, there was a little bit, but in all fairness, none, none, you know, none of the new players, um, you know, Chrissy Coleman coming to be, and he was brilliant. He was, and um, just for me, you know, it was different. But it, that's football; it's going to be different, and and it, you know, none of them went. Were, were horrible. They were all really good lads, and yeah, you know Ray Wilkins was fantastic. So uh, again, I've got nothing but good things to say about all the players who come in, and and it's just part and parcel of football. And you know, uh, obviously, um, everything has to end, and and it and it and it people got moved on, and and people come in, and obviously it's disappointing, and you feel hurt, etc. But I suppose you know it, it is what it is, but. You know, they brought in uh, they brought in Keegan and um, obviously um, Ray Wilkins, as I say, it was fantastic as well. And they brought in a, a lot of players. I mean, Cookie was he, he was brilliant. He was such a nice fella. So for me, um, again, got good memories from that and um, another good, good bunch of lads. And you know, it's, it was the next stage for to, to progress for them and, and, and get them where they where you know where they where they were. Did did you feel when when the takeover happened that um, the writing was on the wall? Like, what 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 was? Obviously, you said they were nice people, but what was their attitude towards the old players? Was it a bit like, well, we're here now, time to move on, or was you given the opportunity to prove yourself? Well, it's difficult, really, for myself. I mean, because obviously, I was uh, I was injured. Um, and uh, you know, if you're asking me from from my point of view, obviously they gave me a chance. Um, I kept coming back and breaking down because of my my knees. So uh, you know, they did give me opportunity. They made me feel very welcome. And and, and Ray Wilkins was brilliant to me. So um, you know, they never made me feel bad or, or tried to help me in any way. Um, so from my personal experience. Um, you know, um, Ray wanted me at the club. He, he, he spoke to me and he told me that. Um, he told me that he'd get inched if he let me go from the fans. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but um, no, I mean, you know, they made me feel welcome. Um, so, and obviously, it was my injuries what, what what forced me not to be able to continue. But, but that, that's not just for Fulham, though, is it? That in the end, that that was what like ended your career. Like, I, I mean, I. Was it something you knew you were prepared for? Was the writing on the wall, like, as they kept on, like, the same injuries no. reoccurring? No, I mean, you know, I've done all the rehab work really hard to get back, and obviously, you know, it was a real devastating time in my life when, when, when that all happened. So, um, you know, I went from having this unbelievable football season to sort of, you know, what's going on here. Um, but, um, yeah, it was it was it was tough, strange, and you know, I was just I was glad, obviously, you know, that Brentford come in and other clubs come in for me. I had a number of other clubs come in for me, so I was lucky enough to to, to be given other opportunities elsewhere and and give it a go. And I, I played on for many years where probably I shouldn't have played on, but you know, I 
I just carried on and 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 um, and, and tried to give it a go. Yeah, well, good on you. Good on you for like yeah, you know that. not not giving up. But like, but like, if it wasn't for your injuries, how high do you think you could have got in the game? Like, how, what level do you think you were capable of going to? If I'd have kept me air and managers like me air, I would have done all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, you know. Uh, ima- ima- imagine that. Imagine that bandit on a, on one of those stickers in those Premier <laughs> League books. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I say I don't know. I mean. It's just I was playing non-league football like a year or two years before I come to Fulham, so I don't know. I think obviously it's difficult to say. Really, I mean, obviously um, I'd have probably stayed, you know, I would have stayed at Fulham and maybe continued the journey with them until um, obviously they didn't think I was good enough, or or if another team comes for me, so. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure of the answer on that one. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I reckon championship. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Nice, I reckon championship. <laughs> yeah, no, I could, I, I could have seen you, you, you staying with the club until like the Bracewell days, and then when Tigana come in, then I don't know things. That's football, isn't it? Things change, but yeah, I definitely think you was capable of going to the championship level. Definitely. No, thanks very kindly. Yeah. That's all right. Not a problem. Any, anything to get you to do this. Right. Where am I? Where am I? Well, right. So, so looking back at like where Fulham ended up after your season, uh, obviously, eventually the Premier League and then uh, the Europa League final. How did it feel? Did you feel like I started that off? No, not really. Just you know, I, I, I always wanted to play for Fulham's results and. Like I say, they're close to my heart and that. And but you know, we 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 moved on. I never think that even now, really. I suppose it's not until you're probably really old and like I am now, <laughs> until you look back at it and think that you was a part of something really special. I mean, you just you know, you get on with things. You you can't sort of think like that. You you have to move on. And obviously, um, like I say, um, it's not until when I'm retired and. Um, older and realised that you know something special that year and it goes really quickly and so it's it's a really weird feeling really I mean you know like I say it's just really humble to be a part of that and I don't I suppose like you know we, we, we all sort of helped get them where they played a part in the history of where they are now and obviously it's, it's, it's really nice to be a part of that so and getting recognised for that like I say this Saturday going there which uh, which means a real lot to me. Yeah, you might you might have to put your wig on to get recognised. You have you have to go dressed as the uh, the lead singer of the darkness. I'll go and buy a mop. <laughs> <laughs> right, a uh, few quick fire questions for you. Um, so so at Fulham, who was your roommate, and which players were you closest to? I'd say uh, Richard Carpenter. Yeah, and Richard Carp, Richard Carpenter, Richard Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, right, the twins, right? Yeah, Chippy, yeah, yeah, right. Biggest moaner in the team. Fucking Simon Morgan all day long. <laughs> really? Oh, he was. Oh my god, his poor wife. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, most talented, other than yourself. <laughs> so when I was there, I thought um, probably coming up through uh, Paul Brooker. Yeah, uh, he, he had a lot of potential, didn't he? Yeah. Did he end up at Brighton with you? Bozzy went to Brighton, not with me, no. He went to Coventry with Mickey in the end, I think. Oh, okay. I yeah, I think he did end up at Brighton, though. I don't know why I've got that in my head. I might be wrong. <laughs> he did, at some stage, yeah, he did. Just not at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, um, biggest joker? Um, biggest joker, probably, again, uh, Simon Morgan and Terry Angus when he got his boots on. See, see, Terry, right, I did this with him a few weeks ago. He said that he couldn't think of any specific funny stories, but he said it was guaranteed every day that it would centre around Darren. That's what he said, that you, your, your character, a bit, 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 bit scatty. And he said that everything, if, if something was going to go wrong or happen, it was going to happen to you. Yeah, he'd probably be a little bit right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I knew he'd probably say that. That's why I just said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get back to him. Uh, right, uh, teacher's pet. Um, Paul Watson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right, any funny stories that spring to mind? Oh, my God. So many. Um, so many. Sorry, and we just used to beat Corky up. I mean, you know, you, you've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I remember once we stuck um, stuck glue on his head, and we put all um, like it was a spray. It was this spray glue, and you couldn't get it off. And then we stuck like loads of like bandages and that on it. So I think when he took it off, I think he took the skin off his bald head. So, uh, yeah, I think. Um, Poor old Kulky that, that, that year. I mean, he did go through it, to be fair. So he got rubbed every day. and Yeah, so uh, he'll be a part of, part of it massively. How, how big an influence did he have, being like the assistant? Did he play a big role? Uh, we, you know, he was more than a BBC, ball bibs and cones, they used to call him. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Kulky was, was brilliant. I mean, him and Mickey, they, they worked very, very well. Good cop, bad cop, and um, you know, I think he'd come in and you know, he used to warn us if Mickey um, was in a in a bad mood. Um, so he used to give us the heads up and, and then you know, tell us to behave ourselves today. But you know, in, in the end, Colton just used to get a dig and put it in the corner. So <laughs> 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 he, he was top man, Colton. He was, you know, he's a massive, massive part of. Uh, of what happens at um, Fulham Football Club, probably more than what people um, realise. So a bit of an unsung hero. Oh yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, he used to get, you know, as well as Mickey, he used to get a lot out of the players. When you know, when you're tired or you're feeling down, etc., you need someone to pick you up. And you know, he used to come in, he, he used to get the best out of you as well. For me, you know, I look back at it, and he, he done a he done a tr- tremendous job in the changing room. Fantastic. Yeah, because no, I would never have known that. I mean, I I, I remember him. I remember the bald. Now you've mentioned it, like the bald head. I I, I, know, I could pick him out in the lineup. Yeah, 
but uh, obviously it was all. It's, it's everyone talks about Mickey Adams. He doesn't really get a mention. So yeah, well, for me, you know, Kelsey, uh, um he's massive. Um, you know, I Clever, clever what he done, clever how he done it, and the pair of them are very good um, at what they did. So uh, fair play to both of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Well, uh, which of your old club's results do you look for first, and why? And be honest. Well, I mean, obviously, um, for me, I do look at obviously all the teams I play for, um, and obviously Tottenham. Um, so uh, you know, I, I look down at it and. Um, and, and see how they've got on, and obviously you know, Brighton have done really well on that. So when I look at Tottenham's, obviously Brighton's is there now in the Premiership. So, um, but you know, I always look at how Fulham are doing. I've, got, I've still got um, um, Fulham fans who I, I speak to, um, which is great. And I know Teddy Maybank who was at Fulham as well. I give him a big shout out. Legendary Kevin. So uh, for me, that phase, um, I definitely look at, uh, Fulham results. Yeah. You have that one then. I think you kind of sat on the fence a little bit, but that 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 was your way of saying I look at Brighton first. But well, like I say, I look at my own league first of all. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, of course, do. Well, that's that's actually one of the last questions. We've only got a few more. Um, all right, so 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 looking at the clubs you you play for, I looked on. I looked on Wikipedia, so I don't know how accurate that is. But uh, all the clubs you play for, like Three Bridges and, and, and all them kind of clubs, Gillingham, Brentford, Fulham, they was all relatively local to Brighton. You never really ventured out. I mean, you're a bit like me, like home comforts. Is that, is that, is that what it is? Is that why you yeah, never I'm, moved away? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, I'd have a club like, um, like North, who's sort of interested in and in Wales, etc. So uh, for me, I, you know, I was very close to my, my parents, and um, so yeah, I was. I, I think you know, I was quite a homely person. So yeah, I think venture away. Yeah, I think you're right there. So this is you quite really you're quite lucky you're, you're not like Robbie Herrera stuck down in Cornwall, like the end of the earth where there's no football clubs about. You had a lot of lot of options like local. Do you think if if you hadn't have had them options and it was either, you know, fine, I don't know, retire or, or, or go up north, would you have gone? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I loved football. I mean, obviously, if I was fit and the team come for me and it was the right team for me and I thought it was the right manager, um, then, yeah, I would have gone. Um, but I was fortunate enough to, to have the teams all around where I sort of lived. Um, like me, um, and obviously, and for me, it was a no-brainer. So, uh, I, you know, I can say I was very fortunate enough to have that. Not many clubs are. Yeah, yeah. No. Listen, if, if I had if I had been lucky enough to be a footballer, I would have. I would have found it very difficult to cut north as well. So, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, very very lucky actually. You are very lucky that um, yeah, all them clubs wanted you. Right. Um, do you still keep in touch with anyone from your film days? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I speak to um, uh, Chippy now and again, and obviously Mickey. I've spoken to Mickey quite a lot. Um, I, you know, I see Paul Watson, Matty Lawrence played for me um, when I was manager at White Hawk. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I still um, 
um, speak to her. I met Morgs for the first time in many, many years um, last year at um, uh, uh, Do, uh, which was really good. Um, so at Lords, uh, that was to do with Fulham as well, which was fantastic. So um, I met up with Alan Smith, the, who was involved with um, Fulham. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I still see some people, etc. And uh, Mark Maunders, who um, kindly, when, when I come and watch Fulham, um, sorts me out the tickets, etc. So yeah, I mean, obviously I still see people, etc., which is really good. Yeah, that, that Mark, he's been at Fulham a long time now, hasn't he? Was he there when you when you were playing? Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, you get to see him all on Saturday, wouldn't you? It should be nice. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to see you coming on the pitch, give you all the like, standing ovation and that. You deserve it. Ah, brilliant. I appreciate that, Dan. Yeah, well, last couple now. So, um, obviously, the, don't, please don't be offended, but... The image that Terry and Robbie have, have portrayed of you is that you was a bit of a, a bit of a donut, so to speak. Like, <laughs> yeah, a bit, you know, like doesn't sound like a manager, if I'm being honest. So, like, how did the opportunity to to get into management come about? And, and like, was it something that you you was thinking about when you was a player? No, not at all. Um, you know, I used to. Um, uh, I think Nicky brought me into the club as well because I was I was a joker etc. And I think that um, like I say is you get a good good changing room where you're all having a laugh and that and um, you know just got to have a good time in football and, and, and then for me obviously I got older um, and then obviously I got an opportunity to to, to go and manage Whitehall um, so when I got older I suppose I had to calm myself down a little bit and not be uh, um, the joke all the time so uh, yeah for me um, Gary said on, on, and I've become a manager and uh, I'm really enjoying it yeah well good but did you um, have your own style have you found your own style of managing or have you been influenced and inspired by your, like the likes of Mickey and that yeah no I've taken um, I mean obviously from all the managers I've had um I tried to take little bits and pieces out of what they used to do um, and utilise them. Um, and I think that the same as in football, you know, it's like having a, as a, as a uh, you, you get a bag of tools as you go out and do your do your day to day job, and you put your tools and when you need them, you take them out. It's the same as any other job, you know. As a footballer, I've opened up the, uh, I've opened, as a manager, I've opened up the bag of tools, and when I need. When I need to use them tools, I, I put them in, I, I get them out and use them. So that's how I look at things, and I've taken little bits and pieces from each manager. Yeah, no, well, good. Listen, I, I wish I wish you all the best with your management and that. I really do. Brilliant, Danny. Thanks, mate. One, 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 Thanks, one day, mate. it'd be nice to see you uh, um, in the Fulham dugout. <laughs> yeah, that'd be very nice. <laughs> Maybe Saturday I'll dive in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what, like, who, who was the best manager you played for, quickly? Things. I mean, Tony Pulis was really good. Um, he was a hard manager. Boo! Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, he knew what he wanted. I thought, it's difficult, really. I, I couldn't say that I, the best man. It probably would be Mickey because he took me took me everywhere and he, and he obviously gave me a massive opportunity. So um, I would say Mickey. Yeah. 
Blimey, you, you um, had a lucky escape there. This, this interview would have gone right down your if you'd said Tony Pulis. <laughs> <laughs> Especially to a Fulham fan. Well, um, f- last question. Pro- probably the, the toughest of all. Pie or pasty? Um, depends what... Um, I wouldn't eat mince... I don't eat mince, mate. That'd be a chicken pie. Ch- oh, chicken and mushroom. Go Chicken and mushroom and it's the best interview I've done. <laughs> Chicken and, chicken and mushroom pie then. Mate, you're a ledge. You're an absolute <laughs> ledge. Listen, um, I really appreciate you um, talking to me. I, honestly, I've loved it. Drop man, man. And I'll, um, I'll, thanks a lot, mate, for having us. And, uh, and hopefully I'll see you Saturday today. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I'll, I'll be going Saturday, so I'll, I'll look for you. Um, good, luck, good luck with your career and that. And like, I'll, I'll, I'll um, probably speak to you on Twitter soon, I suppose. Top man, Dan. Thanks a lot, mate. Take care. All right, take care, mate. Bye. Cheers, pal. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Darren Freeman talking about his time at Fulham. I'd like to thank Darren for taking the time to speak to me, and I wish him the best of luck with his career in management. Please follow us on Twitter for further updates on upcoming Q&As. There's plenty of them, and Kit Simons will be the next one around Christmas time. Until then, my name's Danny Boyer. Hope you enjoyed it, and thank you very much for listening.